Welcome to Growing Younger Health and Fitness Podcast designed for people over 40. Hi guys, Gavin and Alex here again with uh, another podcast. And the topic of today's uh, video is uh, the five fitness myths mm. that people over 40 should st- stop believing in. That, um, you know, kind of misguide you and, um, you know, cause a lot of misunderstanding and confusion. So, we'll start with number one. Training makes you bulky. That mostly affects women yeah. um, over 40 who think that if they start resistance training, strength training, they're going to get arms like Arnie, and then, you know, that's why they don't do it. Um, mm. Do you want to... So, yeah, so it's a common thing. <clears throat> so, I think, I think what it is, a lot, of, a lot of women in particular, I've had actually some men say this to me as well. Um, I think because they already feel bulky because they're overweight anyway, they think mm-hmm. if they start resistance training, they can actually get bulky, right? Yeah. But the reality of it is, you're not. The bulk that you have in your body is essentially come from body fat that you don't want. So when you start to lose body fat, you know, weight training is a, is a critical component of that. And I think a lot of people like sort of um, underestimate how much muscle they can put on. So like even a man, like even Alex and I now getting into our 40s and stuff, reality of it is, we're at best, we can only put on three to four kilos a year of muscle if we train perfect and our diet is perfect, right? Yeah. So for a woman to think they're going to do that is just crazy. They haven't got the testosterone, they haven't got the genetics, they're not working probably hard enough anyway. But a lot of the time is that people, when you're trying to get stronger, you're not trying to build more muscle, you're trying to replace the muscle you've already had and you've lost, which is replaced by body fat. So it's kind of a big myth. So when you're weight training, you got to think of it in terms of like you're training to get stronger so you can do more activities in daily life so you can lift your shop and play with your grandkids all those things so you will not get bulky certainly for over 40 yep. you just haven't got the genetics and you haven't got the testosterone you haven't got anything in there and it's, it's the body fat that i think you're getting confused with you certainly won't be you won't look like one of those people in a bodybuilding magazine no but just just straight up like that's not gonna happen no i mean these people they spend you know hours and hours and doing lots of things mm. to become that way so if it was that easy <laughs> oh totally yeah, that's it, yeah. Um, um you throw over top one percent of people as well as magazines right it's that's like, right yeah, they're not showcasing general people it's impossible like yeah 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 cool number two mm. i don't have time mm. so that's a very common myth um you don't have time to exercise you don't have time to eat healthy um or do other things for your fitness and health um actually i did a podcast just a, a week ago um, on how to get five hours of free time a week, sorry, a day. And that basically boils down to one fact. So in New Zealand right now, on average, this is official stats, three hours, um, people spend three hours a day watching television, okay? And this this is across all, pretty much all ages, uh, particularly more so people over 40, and two hours each day on social media. So five hours of total a day, okay? Now, I'm not saying this is five hours for you. It might be, you know, maybe a little bit more television or a little bit less television and more social media or maybe some other stuff, surfing the, browsing the internet or whatever else. Wasteful activities, right? If you really watch carefully, there will be something. There will be something you can cut down and then you can use it in, you know, with a bit more um, use, um, you know, helpful results for you, okay? So, um yeah, it could be you only need what forty-five minutes a day, isn't it? Um, 
Yeah. And I think I think time I think this time thing is very much an excuse, right? And it's it's about lack of priorities. So people think they gotta train four hours a day to get fit and healthy and you don't. So if I had to give you a real general guideline, like if you did two to three strength sessions a week of about thirty to forty minutes of strength training, okay, that's that's all it is. And then cardio to keep your heart healthy, you're looking at 150 minutes of cardio per week, which is a 20 minute walk, right? So most people, if they most people we speak to and I I check the the their um, track steps and stuff. They do like 3,000 to 5,000 steps a day. Like that's sedentary, that isn't even. So if you did an extra 2,000 steps a day, would give you your 20 minutes a day, to give you 150 minutes a week. That's all you need to do to start getting your cardiovascular health and, and thing, right? So I guess your, I don't know, weekly commitment is about four hours a week, five hours a week, maybe at, at most. Um, that's all you need to do. And like the other thing then is that people think they haven't got time to eat healthy. like. This always makes me laugh because, like, to eat healthy is just eat, you already eat McDonald's now. Let's say just eat a salad instead. There's no extra time involved. It's, yeah. You think there is, but there's not. You're still cooking anyway. You cook healthy options, and in fact, it takes less time because if you're not snacking on junk food, then you're not snacking at all. Therefore, you're not actually using any time anyway. So therefore, it doesn't yeah. cost any time. If that makes sense. Yeah, so, yeah. So, that's like a yeah. that, <clears throat> health, eating healthy does not does not take more time, just plain simple, yeah, really, it isn't it? Yeah, sure. Cool. Next one is, I have to stop <coughs> eating food that, that I, to eat, to, a lot of people believe that to, to become healthier, they have to stop eating uh, food that they love, which is not true. Um, you obviously have to um, adjust the amounts, so if you like chocolate, you probably shouldn't be eating two slabs of chocolate a day, right? But you can still have some chocolate. Mm. If you want a glass of wine, you can still have a glass of wine. But it all comes down to calorie intake, isn't it? Yeah. Calorie balance. So as long as you fill in within your calorie calorie allows for the day, um, then that's fine. Mm. It just means that if you have an extra glass of wine, you just go for an extra walk to burn mm. it off. You know that that pretty much. Am I am I saying it correct? Yeah, for sure. That's right. I mean, you think you're right. But I think sometimes you just zoom out a little bit. So if you like giving up the foods that you love, you don't have to do that. So let's just say you eat five times a day. And you eat seven days a week. Was that 35 meals a week? Is it mm -hmm. 35 meals a week? Yeah. Mental replacement also great, right? So 35 meals a week. If you had five of those meals, or wherever you wanted to be across the week, and the rest of them are healthy, it's not going to make a blind bit of difference at all. Yeah. So if you wanted to have fish and chips on a Monday night, you could do that. To be honest with you, um, like I said, one meal out of 35 is not going to make a difference. And if and you know, obviously, you could then taper back the next day and just cut out snacks or have a one glass of wine less or whatever that's all it is like um you don't have to cut it out you just have to have moderation and, and you can't do these things every single day it's like mm. ridiculous right you can't do that so yeah you don't have to cut anything at all really you just gotta cut cut them cut it down for moderation yeah and look at it on a week as opposed to you know and i think it's something you just i think you you get used to it like just moderation mm. it's just Sometimes you're having a chocolate and then you just keep eating chocolate, not mm -hmm. because you want it, but just because it's there in front of you and you just keep eating it anyway. I guess it's just more being more conscious mm. about what goes in your mouth as well. Um, yeah, so. Cool. Good. Number, number four. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. good. No, go for it. Um, number four is eating healthy is expensive. Like it's another myth. Mm. Okay. So, I, I don't know, my take on it is like, you go to the veggie shop and people say, oh, that, you know, all the veggies are expensive and all the rest of it. Well, it's not more expensive than junk food. Mm. You know, and if you go to McDonald's, that's, that's not cheap either. Um, if you, like, if you, you know, buy a pumpkin and cook that, like, that's, that's not expensive. No. Um, 
No, it's not. And I, like, I had a conversation exactly the same with a lady yesterday about getting protein. She's like, protein's expensive. So it's not, because I say you buy a kilo of chicken, right? It's $13, let's say, and that's probably the expensive end. And 100 grams is a serve. It's $1.30 per serve, right? For, for To get your protein in for the day. Then if you go and buy potatoes and stuff, you know, you're looking at the same 50, 60 cents for a serving of potatoes and then the salad to go with it. So you could, you could have really good quality meals for up to $5 really. And if you cook once and you make five meals, it's actually nowhere near as expensive. Yeah. It's when you, it's when you buy the junk food, then you buy the healthy food on top of the junk food, then your shopping bill becomes way more expensive because you're trying mm. to buy both, right? But if you got rid of that, some of that junk food, and replace it with the healthy food and frozen food and frozen berries and frozen veggies and stuff and, and protein, whatever. It's actually not, <coughs> excuse me, yeah. it's not as bad as you think it is. It's just that you're trying to do everything. I, I think the other thing is like, <coughs> obviously you get seasonal vegetables and mm-hmm. seasonal fruits. So if you, if you, if it's $20 per kilo, kilo of tomatoes, well don't buy tomatoes. Yeah. Buy something else. You can buy cabbage or something, you know, like yeah. that's it. No, I totally agree. Um, cool. And... Number five, no pain, no gain. It mainly refers to the fact that people think that if they go to the gym, they're going to get really sore. Every time they go to the, to the gym, they're going to end up pretty much spinning in bed the next day because they had so much pain, um, which is not true. And as a physio, I can I can <coughs> testify to that. You, If you overdo it, particularly the first time, um, you, yes, you can end up in pain for maybe two or three days, but that's because you've overdone it, okay? Now, our job as coaches, as people who look after and guide you through that process of training, um, is to give you the right amount of exercise so that you don't end up being injured, okay? And yes, you can still get a little bit sore like the following couple of days, but it's not as bad as you think. And also, the more you do it after each consecutive training session, you get fitter, you get healthier, you get stronger. So therefore, you know, after a few sessions, you shouldn't really be getting sore at all. Um, no, that's true. And I think people, there's something called progressive overload that trainers use, right? It just means you do a little bit more than you did last week. So you just progressively overload to get stronger. So if you did like, I don't know, 10 kilos of dumbbell curls this week for 10 reps, and next week you do 10 kilos of dumbbells for 11 reps, it's just one extra. And if you gradually increase your workouts like that with a one extra squat, two extra squat, whatever that is, you progressively gently overload the muscles to get stronger. I think in like common common terms, Instagram, Facebook, and all that stuff, no pain, no gain. It's become a bit of a flex that oh, I work hard, so hard, and whatever. It's actually like there's a point of diminishing returns after that anyway in terms of overtraining and not enjoying it, and all those things happen. It's actually more negative. Whereas if you go into something with a bit more conservative approach and think of it as a long game and gently pushing the boundaries a little bit, you should never really be sore. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. well, the problem with guidance and, and taking little increments, little baby steps. You shouldn't have to be in pain at all. Yeah. Um, simple as that. But when was the last time you got sore from training? Yeah. Like really sore. <laughs> you I, know? I kill myself. Oh, I'm in the gym. <laughs> but that's that's, that's not a. Yeah. Uh, that's not. I'm not. A, I guess the typical. Um, yeah. 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 But I don't get sore anymore. I don't. I don't really train to sort really soreness anymore. Yeah. Um, it's not. It's not bad. Look, I actually, to be honest, like if, if, even there's some kind of discomfort. It's, uh, it's something I definitely actually enjoy. Yeah. It's not it's not the sort of sore that kind of stops you from doing things. No. Uh, but look, you know, I, I, I tend to max it absolutely. So yeah. I don't think everyone should be doing that. I mean, no. you, you can definitely continue to be stronger and get stronger without without feeling kind of any, you know, pain yeah. as a consequence the next day. So, yeah. yeah. That's, fair. That's good. That's fair too. Good. Cool. Fantastic. Good.
See you on the next video. Okay, guys, so I hope you found uh, the podcast of value. Um, if you did and you're struggling with your own health and fitness journey, there's a link in the description for a free discovery call with me. Um, and that free discovery call, we're going to cover off a little bit about you, your history, your goals, what you want to achieve, and maybe we can help you or not with your own health and fitness goal. So if that does like, sound like something that you'd like to do, then click on the link in the description, and I look forward to chatting to you in the very near future. Have a good day, guys. Bye-bye.